Hey, friends, and welcome to episode 175 of It's About Time, a podcast sharing stories and strategies to inspire better work, life, and balance. I'm your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick, and today we're going to talk about everyone's favorite productivity tool, sticky notes. Well, maybe not everyone's favorite, but I'm going to bet that you've got a sticky note of some sort close by. Let's be honest, we've all used sticky notes before. We probably all use them in our lives every day. And while I'm all for making time management a little bit easier and more manageable, I wouldn't say I'm their biggest fan. The thing is, is it's really hard to delegate, organize, and plan accordingly when your life lives on a bunch of tiny squares of paper. Don't get me wrong, they can be fun and super helpful, but if you're using them for everything, to-do lists, remembering to pick up some milk at the grocery store after work, remembering your passwords, keeping track of birthday gift ideas, and whatever else pops into your head, the next thing you know, your desk is covered with 37 different post-it notes, and you can't remember where you wrote down that one thing, and oh look, now the dog is running off with one. If any of that sounds familiar, then keep listening because I'm going to show you a better way to use our good friend, the sticky note. In this episode, I'm sharing five ways that you can use sticky notes to be more productive at home and at work. We'll talk about how sticky notes can help you stay focused on our priorities, the power of keeping positive statements and affirmations visible, and how to make big, complicated projects feel easier to tackle with, you guessed it, sticky notes. And real quick, because I know you're trying to make the most of your time and you're listening in the car while you're running errands or you're doing stuff around the house, I know it might be a little inconvenient to stop what you're doing and take notes. Don't worry, I've got you covered. You can find all the details and lessons learned from this episode over in the show notes, plus links to any of the resources I'll mention. Today's show notes can be found over at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 175. All right, it's about time we get started, so let's get this show on the road. You're listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Around here, we believe that busy is not a badge of honor. Your host, Anna Dearman Cornick, is here to share tips and strategies to help you make the most of your time. Listen in on real conversations and success stories to find out how other go-getters are getting things done. If you're ready to step away from the overwhelm and spend your time on what matters most, then you're in the right place. Here's your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick. Is there a right way to use sticky notes? As weird as it sounds, yes, actually there is. And I'm not just saying this because time management is like my thing. It's not me nerding out over it, I promise. There is truly a legit reason why sticky notes are not my go-to when it comes to keeping track of my things to do and managing my time. Years ago, when I worked in a PR firm managing crisis communications for clients all over the world, I was a little bit of a sticky note junkie. I'm not going to lie. My super fancy chrome and glass desk in our New Orleans office was covered with sticky notes with important dates, key deadlines, meeting info, media topics, response plans, client contact info, and more. I thought I was winning at life because everything I needed was right there, totally visible and at my fingertips. I felt like I had 
figured out the sticky note project management game. Then one day, when I reached over to answer my phone, I knocked my steaming hot peppermint mocha all over my desk. Most of my sticky notes were completely ruined, totally unsalvageable, and I had to scramble to find all of that info that I'd been keeping on my little sticky note squares. It was a disaster, to say the least. When it comes down to it, sticky notes alone are not a time management strategy, and they're not enough to truly stay organized and keep up with the speed of life. That is why I say not to rely solely on sticky notes to carry you through. They can actually end up causing a lot of problems if you aren't careful. You better believe I never made that sticky note mistake again. So how do you use sticky notes the right way? I've got five different ideas for you, so let's kick it off with number one. Number one, use sticky notes to set priorities. I mean, I know you're probably able to just remember your underlying priorities or your overarching priorities, like spending time with your family. But what about the priorities in our day-to-day that help us get there? You know, without constant reminders, it's easy to kind of forget what our priorities are, especially on a daily or weekly basis. I like to use sticky notes to set my daily and sometimes weekly priorities, and I usually keep them on my desk where I can see them throughout the day. Then, at the end of the day or the week, I'll toss them out and write new ones. That way, I've got my priorities for the week, for the day, front and center as a reminder. Super simple, right? So the second idea is something that I learned from a friend of mine and a past guest on the show a couple episodes back, Chelsea Peterson. I'll be sure to link Chelsea's episode in the show notes for you so you can hear it straight from her. But number two is use sticky notes to make a realistic to-do list. To manage her time effectively, Chelsea supplements a more comprehensive plan, which is transferred to ClickUp, with her sticky note system. So what she'll do is she'll write down each of her to-dos for the day on a separate post-it. Then she'll stick them to her desktop and rip them off one by one as she completes them. It keeps her focused on the most important things that need to be accomplished. And pulling down each sticky note is like a mini reward for hitting the finish line. I mean, we could all use more mini celebrations in our day, right? I just love this idea. All right, number three. Use a sticky note as a mental bookmark. As long as you're not using them to be your only reminder of all the things, sticky notes can be a great way to write something on the fly and come back to it. I mean, let's be honest, we get interrupted a lot while we're working. Research has found that the typical American knowledge worker gets distracted by some type of technology interruption every 43 seconds. And that doesn't even count getting a knock on your door or a phone call from your mom, your toddler asking for a snack, or simply needing to grab a snack for yourself or take a bathroom break. Let me introduce you to what I call the when I sit back down sticky note method. Maybe I'll come up with a shorter, snappier name for it at some point, but when I sit back down is just so descriptive. If you've got to get up from your desk to do whatever, fix a new cup of coffee, go on a quick walk, take the dog out, I recommend creating a quick when I sit back down note on a sticky note. 
And it's as simple as it sounds. When you're interrupted in the middle of a project, instead of just getting up and walking away from your desk, grab a post-it and write down exactly where you'll restart when you sit back down. So if you're proofreading a report, put pick up at page two, paragraph seven. If you're creating an email newsletter, write finish adding links to the email newsletter. It's kind of like putting a bookmark in your project by deciding exactly where you'll start when you sit back down. And a lot of you might be thinking, but isn't just leaving the tab open on my laptop enough to remember? Well, is it? How many times have you sat back down after getting up or being interrupted and lost minutes because you were trying to remember where exactly you left off and what you were doing before? How tempting is it to just hop over to your email real quick and get lost in your inbox for a little bit, or just click over to Facebook and see what's going on? Using that when I sit back down sticky note shows you exactly where to restart and keep going without missing a beat. Okay, y'all, so I know we could all probably use a little more time in our day, right? You're no stranger to busy schedules and intentionally filling them up to the brim because you just have so much to get done. But sometimes it feels like you don't really ever have the time to just slow down and enjoy the simple things. Simple things like when my toddlers are giggling and playing nicely together in the backyard or when a Sunday afternoon nap sounds too good to pass up. We all want more time to enjoy these kinds of things, right? Well, if you love personality quizzes like I do, then you're in for a treat. In my new quiz, which you can take for free at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash quiz, I'm helping you uncover what it will take to get you from chaos to calm, to finally feel like you have space in your days. I know it can feel downright frustrating to keep using the same old time management strategies that just don't seem to work for you. You've got the planners, the calendars, apps, you're doing all the things, but you still feel like you have no time. And that's because you need time management strategies that work for your personality and your life. In my 10 plus years working in crisis communications and chaos management, and all the time I've spent with my clients, I've learned that everyone has their own needs. And knowing what those needs are can really help you discover the best approach to planning your days. Knowing yourself can help you ease up busy schedules and find more calm and clarity in your week. Do you wanna know how to get there? To have more breathing room in your days? Let's figure out your time management personality type so you can uncover exactly what you need to do to feel more productive, less stressed, and more balanced. You can take the quiz at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash quiz, and I'll make sure to link to the quiz in our show notes. All right, on with the show. Okay, so number four is write down your favorite quotes or affirmations. Constant reminders of quotes and affirmations can be helpful for so many reasons, and seeing them every day can remind you to take action or redirect your thought process. And while I'm not one to lean into advice that doesn't have action behind it, there is something powerful about positive thinking. According to WebMD, 
Over time, repeating positive phrases has been shown to reshape how you think and feel about yourself. The science behind it involves the billions of neurons in your brain. So when you think, neurons send electrical impulses along paths in your brain, and this makes the neurons more sensitive and it strengthens their pathways. In other words, putting positive phrases on a sticky note and then seeing them and reading them while you work can literally reshape your brain and change the way you think and feel about whatever that thing is you wrote down. Y'all, that is mind-blowing. Can you tell how excited I am about that? So here's my example. I actually have three Post-its on my desktop. One of them has four money affirmations because that's an area that I tend to struggle. And my financial coach and coach inside the Next Level Life Accelerator, Kristen Recupero, encouraged me to do some mindset work around my money beliefs. So those four money affirmations on my sticky note are, I am worthy of the wealth I desire. I am grateful for the money I have. I am an excellent money manager, and I always have enough money. All right, the second sticky note on my desktop simply says the empire, brick by brick. Yes, all it says is the empire, brick by brick. So this is just my reminder that Rome wasn't built in a day, and that anything that we build has to be built brick by brick. Sometimes I want things in my business or in my life to move faster than they are. But this sticky note is there to remind me that it's one thing at a time. And finally, my third sticky note is this Bible verse, Proverbs 16, 3. Commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. All right, on we go to number five. Number five. Use sticky notes to help you brainstorm or plan out large projects. When we're working on a big project with multiple steps, it can be hard to see how all the moving parts work together. Writing each step or phase of the project can help you visually see the bigger picture without overwhelming you. It can help you see any potential problems, identify gaps, and understand the overall flow even if you wouldn't exactly call yourself a visual learner or thinker. Plus, when you use sticky notes to map out a project, you won't have to constantly erase or scribble something out as you rearrange. They're a good baseline before you do all the work to create a draft or finalize something on your computer. So when I was mapping out the curriculum for the education library inside the Next Level Life Accelerator, I knew all of the things that I wanted to cover based on past coaching sessions and what had been impactful for others in the past, but it wasn't right off the bat super clear to me what order I should teach everything or how I should even group it together. And that's where the sticky notes were so helpful. I jotted down each of the different topics that I wanted to include, and they were each on a separate sticky note. So one said, how to clean your house without getting distracted. And another said, how to get to inbox zero without wasting your time dealing with folders. And another one just said, meditation, why and how. (laughs) 
And after I'd gotten all of my ideas out onto sticky notes, I grouped them. I rearranged them and grouped them into little categories and started to see themes emerge. And that's how the sections inside the Next Level Life Education Library came to be. They include the Next Level Blueprint, Next Level Vision, Next Level Systems, Next Level Home, Next Level Work, and Next Level Balance. I was able to capture my ideas, rearrange them, put them in an order that made sense, and then get started. Oh, and you better believe I transferred all of that sticky note work over to a Word doc once I was done, because I will not be making the mistake of losing important project notes and information due to spilled coffee. All in all, sticky notes are meant for planning or serving as a quick reminder, not to be your entire time management, project management, or organizational system. They're a great tool to use in the beginning or to hold you over until you can get these thoughts and details into a more comprehensive tool like ClickUp, Asana, or Google Suite. When you have the plan finalized, move it to a task management system or a document. Somewhere you won't lose it or spill coffee on it. Because I've seen far too often how sticky notes go rogue and then all of a sudden entire sections or pieces of a plan is just gone. Just like that. It's not a good feeling, my friends, as I'm sure you can imagine. I don't want that to happen to you, so make sure you're keeping that sticky note usage to a minimum, or at least use them the right way with one of the five ideas that I shared in this episode. And if you want to dig even deeper into time management tools and strategies, go ahead and pre-order my new book, Time Management Essentials, the tools you need to maximize your attention, energy, and productivity. It's filled with all the essentials like assessments, toolkits, actionable advice, and more. You'll walk away feeling fully prepared to put what you learn into action. You can head straight to AnnaDCornick.com forward slash book for more details or just head to the show notes. And as always, you can find all the details and resources from today's episode over in the show notes. And those show notes can be found at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 175. That's it for today, friends. I hope you have a great week and I'm cheering you on. Next week in episode 176, I'll be talking with Elizabeth McCravey all about her version of work-life balance, how she saves time and works fewer hours in her business while balancing motherhood and time for herself. You won't want to miss this one and I'll see you then. Thanks for listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Head over to www.abouttimepodcast.com to join the conversation. Check out the show notes and dive into bonus content so you can start living your best life today. Love this episode? Be sure to share it with a friend, subscribe, and leave a review. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you in the next episode.